Welcome to the Sex, Kids, and the Internet Show with Buddy Knight. Our show addresses real threats to families in the 21st century, internet pornography, online predators, and sexual immorality. Since we are talking about sensitive matters of an adult nature, please use headphones or make sure children aren't nearby, even if they're sleeping. Get ready to take some notes, grab your Bible, and discover how you can protect yourself, your marriage, and your children from threats facing us today. Ready? Let's go. Good afternoon, and welcome back to Sex, Kids, and the Internet, helping families survive the 21st century. I'm Buddy Knight, your host, and today we're going to be talking about something many parents aren't familiar with. Now, we've talked about pornography on the computers, how to talk to kids, how pornographers are marketing to our kids. Today, I want to bring up the topic of portable porn. Now, that's something a lot of parents aren't familiar with, and I'd like to talk to you about what kind of devices our children can now access pornography with, and what you can and can't do to try and protect your kids. So let's start off with the world of portable porn. In Europe, adult content for cell phones is the biggest moneymaker in the telecommunications industry. They make more money than the actual cell phone systems. Think about it. All these little phones hooked into a network, and boom, They can access the Internet. They can trade pictures. And there are a lot of problems that can come about when kids have access to this. Let's look at all the different types of devices that you can get pornography for. You can get them for PDAs, Palm Pilots, for iPacs, you know, the Windows-based PDAs. You can get them for multimedia cell phones, whether you've got just a Razer that can search the web, or if you have an iPhone or one of the newer phones, such as Google's phone, anything that can access the web can access pornography online. As a matter of fact, websites are being tailored to be surfed on these devices. And pornography is being converted from the file format the computers use to the much smaller format in lower resolution, since it's a smaller picture, for phones to use. So with memory chips and such, you can be carrying hours of pornography along with you in your phone or your iPod or your other device, like Microsoft Zoom. Another portable porn device most parents aren't aware of is the Sony PlayStation Portable, or PSP. That little gaming system is oblong, about 8 inches wide, because it has Wi-Fi capability. And if your child has one of these devices, he can do several things. One, he can hop on your wireless network, surf the internet, and go to websites designed to be surfed on that device and download pornography to the device. Or if little Johnny is talking to little Freddy who lives three doors down and they're playing and they're sitting out back and they've got their PlayStation portables where they can play each other through the wireless connection, that could be a lot of fun, but not as much fun maybe as trading files going back and forth. Maybe little Freddy's parents don't monitor what he does on the Internet as closely, so he has all this good stuff that the average 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old wants to get into. So he just comes over to your house and goes straight to your son's PSP and loads it up. Or maybe you've got a PSP in your house, and you don't even realize it's hooking into the Internet through the Wi-Fi. It's jumping on your wireless router. So that's another way. The Nintendo DS also has some limited capability in this regard. It's not a 
big threat, but it is out there. But the really, really big kid on the block in the area of portable porn is Apple's iPod. Now, I'm not saying there's anything bad about the iPod itself. I have an iPod. It helps me survive soccer practice and other things like that. You know, I can either watch TV or watch movies or listen to talk shows like this, or I can have some fun with the Doobie Brothers and other groups. But any kind of handheld multimedia device, like an iPod and like a Microsoft Zoom, can record and contain any content. And when iPods first came out, they were strictly audio. But then we had the photo iPod came out. And within one week of the release of the photo iPod, Playboy announced a product called iBod, Collections of Pictures of Playmates. One year later, we saw the video iPod come out. Within one week of that, websites were massively converting all their files that were intended for the computer into the special format that iPods needed. And we started seeing iPod porn sites, porn sites dedicated to supporting viewing iPods for porn, were just exploding. Why? Because for the first time, you had gigabytes and gigabytes and gigabytes of video in your hand that you could carry around with you to school or up in our bedroom or out behind the barn and no one was the wiser. So, as you can tell from what we've said so far, portable porn is a problem. Now, since we're talking iTunes, and I'll talk mainly iPod since it is the market leader, but most of what I'll say applies to the Zune and other devices. But the iPod works through iTunes software. And this is an advantage we have in that if it's loaded on the iPod, it's on iTunes, on that installation. So you'll be able to look at your iTunes, look at the movies and the TV shows, see what they have. One other thing, though, is that maybe your kids like to get the iTunes gift cards, and they go to the iTunes store and buy music, TV shows. I personally am collecting several TV shows on my iPod, and... There is adult content in the iTunes store. Now, it's not what I call pornography per se, unless you want to count, you know, The Tudors, Big Love from HBO, Weeds, and those shows pornography, which they are. But it's not hardcore pornography like we're talking about, you know, our kids accessing on the web. But there'll be adult content. There may be a podcast talking about relationships and about improving your sex life, similar to The Dr. Ruth Show only this time it's on the iPod. So you need to go into the Preferences section of iTunes and set the parental controls so that your child will only access age-appropriate material. This is another reason, as we teach in our seminars, that everybody needs their own account on the computer because the iTunes on Mom's account can be set differently from the iTunes on Dad's account. But you need to look at the software your children are using to load their multimedia devices. Because iPods and Zooms can handle audiobooks, pictures, and video. And yes, there is audio porn, MP3 porn. It can either be this, a reading, like an audiobook of erotic fiction, 
Or, believe it or not, there's a product called a podgasm. And it's a recording of an individual or couples engaged in sexual activity. That may sound a little strange, but think about it. To your average 11, 12-year-old and to a lot of 20 and 30-year-olds, that's entertainment. So there's a lot that can go on there. What you need to do is, one, when you get a new device for your child, if it's a cell phone, I really don't think they need an iPhone. Let them pay for it. Let them earn that nice, neat toy, no matter how much you're worth. Because kids really don't need a four or $500 phone that can give them access to the entire world. Talk to them about what your expectations are. And you're going to need to look at their phone regularly and see what's on it and where they've been. The downside of all this portable porn is the filters really don't do anything for them. There's not monitoring software or filtering software, so you need to get a hold of their phone and see what pictures and videos they have installed. Now, again, with iTunes and with some of the other music stores, there are parental preferences. However, if the music store your kids are using doesn't allow you to have parental controls protected by a password, then it's essentially useless. They're going to want to change everything back. If you get our workbook, Sex Kids in the Internet, off of our website at knightsquest.org, there's a whole chapter just on managing iTunes and portable porn, detailed click-by-click instructions. So we invite you to go there to order the workbook. thing is, iTunes isn't the only place where you can get this material. There are hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of websites where you can download porn already formatted for the iPod. Many will have like a 30-second trailer, which is hardcore. And let's face it, since kids don't care about plot, character development, and the like, if they get enough 30-second trailers, that's all they want. They don't need to buy the product. Or if they get porn videos that are for the PC or the Mac, the software is easily available out there to convert that file into what the iPod or the Zoom or their phone requires. It's out there and it's for free. So it's easy to make that change. And keep in mind, I'm not saying these devices are bad. Just like our computer's not bad. They're a new technology, and any new technology is going to be exploited by the porn industry and the adult industry and by predators within a week or two of its release. The Apple iTunes store has done a lot to make sure hardcore pornography is not available in its store. Steve Jobs, the president of Apple, won't have it. But just like there is a section called Relationships and Sexuality at Barnes & Nobles and on Amazon.com where adults can get adult material that they may need to read or research, it's available for the iTunes, it's available for Microsoft, it's available for all these devices. So the products are there for adults, for adult use. And I'm not saying, again, don't buy an iPod, don't buy a Zoom. They're great products. The iPhone, I think the kids need to earn themselves. But I'm saying that these are a primary technology used to get around the filters on your computer protecting your children. So keep in mind, any portable device that accesses the computer where you can load things onto memory or accesses the Internet can and probably will be used by many children to access inappropriate material online. We're glad to have you with us today. I'm Buddy Knight. 
Next week, we're going to be talking about the special problems that are emerging with women and pornography online. Tell your friends about it. Spread the word. And remember, you can always catch previous shows on our website, www.nightsquest.org. Have a blessed day. And remember, this is a tough battle. Jesus has already won the war. You've been listening to the Sex, Kids, and the Internet show. We're not promoting pornography, but equipping families to defend themselves against 21st century temptations. Why? Because the threat is out there, and the Bible addresses it. The information and views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of ApostleRadio.org. For more information about Night's Quest Ministries, the producer of the show, visit ApostleRadio.org in their Programs tab, or visit our site at KnightsQuest.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your returning next week. Remember, spread the word. We'll be here. The pre- and post-production of Sex, Kids, and the Internet was engineered at Tucker Communications and aired on ApostleRadio.org. To contact, go to www.tukco.net.